One of the things that may be keeping you stuck in an uncomfortable emotion is that you are not giving it permission to exist. You may be repressing it in some way, which is understandable, but this coping tactic can only last so long and it actually might be making things worse. My name is Justin Sinceri. I'm a therapist, coach, and the creator of the Polyvagal Trauma Relief System. Welcome to Stuck Not Broken, where I teach you how to finally get relief from trauma using clear language and practical techniques. This podcast is not therapy, nor is it intended to be a replacement for therapy. I've been working on a new book, and this is a chapter from that book that I wanted to read to you. It's based on phase three of my polyvagal trauma relief system, which is called Unstucking Defensive States, if you want to get it on its own. I don't have a date for the book release yet, but it's coming along really well, and I'm excited to, to share this chapter with you. So I want to teach you the third step in my three top-down self-regulation openers. This comes after validation and normalization. I'll do a very brief review of those two, and then I'll teach you about giving yourself permission to have your emotion or your emotions. Giving permission, though, basically simply means that you're allowing your emotion to be with you in the present moment. This means that you don't minimize, deny, excuse, ignore, or any other sort of reflexive cognitive adaptation to reduce the intensity of your emotion. You are absolutely not the only person to engage in this type of coping. It's actually very common, probably something we all do on some level. It is possible to shift your emotional state from the bottom up or from the top down, meaning from the body to the brain or the brain to the body with the brainstem acting as the intermediary. And you can do this with top-down self, or you can help to do this with some top-down self-regulation openers. So here's my three. It is validation, normalization, and giving permission. These lay the groundwork for further techniques that you can use, and they also help just to soften the intensity of the negative emotions that you are experiencing. Ever so briefly, validation is recognizing the factual matter that your emotions exist. Validation does not mean that you're okay with it or that you like it. Validation means you just recognize the emotion is real. Validation is kind of like confirming. Normalization, explained ever so briefly, is uh, making sense of your now valid emotions based on the context they exist in or came from. This could be the immediate context and or the past context of your life and how it affects you in the present moment. So why would you give your emotions permission to exist? They're you know, not comfortable, right? So I know that might sound odd, but look at it this way. The emotion that needs permission to exist already exists within you anyways. It's already there, whether you like it or not, and whether you want it there or you don't. Your emotions already exist. You've just successfully ignored, minimized, denied, stuffed down, neglected, or coped with it until this point. So now it might be time to do something different. How do you then give your emotions permission to exist? Well, instead of using those reflexive cognitive coping skills that I just listed, and instead of a behavioral adaptation, your challenge on this step of your journey might be to just allow the emotion to be present. And here's what it might sound like. I'm allowed to have the emotion of, and then you fill in the blank. 
or I'm allowed to feel what I have inside or other people are allowed to have emotions and I'm allowed to also, or I feel them whether I want to or not, I I might as well give myself permission or I'm going to allow myself to feel and be curious about the emotional experience of my traumatized state or of my defensive state or just of this current moment. So I want you to pick one that feels right for you or just make up your own. What would yours sound like? What would it sound like to give yourself permission to have the emotion that you do have? We can connect all three of these top-down self-regulation openers. Steps one through three are validate, normalize, and then give permission. So let's go back to the previous two steps of validation and normalization. You can ask yourself, is your emotion valid? Like, does it actually exist? And if yes, then you can ask yourself, is your emotion normal? Or does it make sense that you are experiencing that based on your life context? And if yes to both of those, then the next step is to allow it, to give it permission to be there. When you allow the emotion to be present, it can actually further reduce the intensity of it. I I will ask you, isn't it exhausting to keep running away from or subduing the emotion that brings you here maybe to this podcast episode? Doesn't it just leave you worn out, frustrated, or defeated? So instead of going down that road again, let's try a different one, if you can handle it, which is just giving permission for the emotion to exist. There's actually one more technique I can share with you on how to do that, and that's creating an image and maybe like a welcoming message for your emotion. This might be more inviting. And this is something I recommend to my, my, uh, my clients in therapy and coaching that they give their emotion an image and a welcoming message. This is a, like a playful metaphorical cognitive technique to make the process of allowing your emotion more manageable. And eventually you, you won't need to do this as you continue to practice. So it might sound like this. You're welcome to be here with me, emotion, whatever your emotion name is. You're welcome to be here with me, sadness. You're welcome to be here with me, anger. I'm going to stick you in my pocket and let you hang out with me. And then you imagine tucking it away into your pocket. And I I know it's silly, right? But that's the point. The point with this image is to kind of have fun with it. it. It's not the point of this image or any of this to ignore your emotion. Tucking it into your pocket is not intended to be ignoring. And if that feels dismissive to you, then create another one. Whatever image works for you to to help you feel like you're allowing the emotion to be present with you. And here's some other options. Maybe the emotion image is that it's walking beside you throughout your day. Or maybe it's sitting on your shoulder. It Really, it doesn't matter. It's, It's just an image. It's a metaphor. If you have one that you think will allow the emotion to be with you in compassion, then I would say run with that. Speaking of compassion, make sure you anchor in safety to allow your emotion to be with you. When you're anchored in your safety state, your curiosity in your stuck defensive state emotions will probably be higher. Your tolerance for allowing them to be present probably will also be higher. If you're not in your safety state enough, then you probably shouldn't be doing these things, in my opinion, really, if you try to 
allow the emotion to be present and you're not ready for it, then it, it may trigger some dysregulation and you're just not ready for this yet. And that's okay. And if that's true, then you, you definitely would not be a good fit for my Unstucking Defensive States course because it's really all about allowing the emotion to be there. And I teach you how, not just to allow it, but how to feel it and actually allow it to do what it needs to do to discharge or for your polyvagal ladder climbing happen or for self-regulation to begin. If you really have a hard time with this kind of stuff, then my course, Building Safety Anchors, is probably better for you. Building Safety Anchors prepares you for unstuck in defensive states. So yeah, maybe giving permission is too much for you. And even with the silly image of allowing your emotion to exist, maybe it's still too much for you. Even when you're anchored in your safety state. Okay, and that's fine. So maybe another option could be to allow a, re- a more recent, tolerable emotion. Maybe not something that stems directly to your childhood or the thing that you went through. Maybe just a recent one. So it might be a good idea to practice permitting your emotions with something more manageable. Still, I mean, as best you can, make sure you're coming from compassion and curiosity from your safety state. But pick an emotion that's tolerable. Maybe it's something that you felt earlier in the day. These types of emotions might be irritability, worry or concern, uh, mild sadness or disinterest. So with that in mind, would you... Be able to then anchor in safety first, then validate the emotion, the more recent tolerable one. Could you anchor in safety, validate the emotion, then normalize it based on the context, and then allow it to be present with a silly image and a message for it? If negative emotions truly just are, and I don't believe they're negative, but just conceptually, if defensive state emotions are too much for you, it's not really a good or bad thing. It's not negative or positive, but just... As a framework, if these defensive state emotions are too much for you, then you could practice this three-step process with a more positive emotion and just think of it as practice. So examples of these emotions would be calm or relaxation, happiness, joy, or connection. Just start with those. Maybe those are things that you can allow and give permission to be present. After allowing the emotion to exist, and this is really more further down your uh, trauma recovery journey. You'll also give the defensive polyvagal state that underlies your emotions permission to complete an impulse that connects to it. So for this step, we're just working on the emotion, but underneath that are sensations and the impulse of the polyvagal state, which is I really teach you in depth about in unstucking defensive states. There's a good chance that you are stuck in a defensive state and that you went through something that didn't allow your impulse to survive to complete. But even if you didn't, no matter where you're at on your polyvagal ladder, there's going to be some impulse to climb up the ladder. That is eventually a process that you need to allow to happen and to complete. So after you validate, normalize, and give permission, it helps to open up the potential for that self-regulation process to happen. There's actually, I gave you three, but there's actually one more top-down self-regulation opener that I have for you. And all I can do is really tell you about it real quick. Since your emotions are valid, they're normal, and they have permission to exist, what if you affirmed that you are worth it and that you are worth the effort that it takes to get unstuck? 
So the fourth one would be affirmation. And that's something I'm going to teach you about in the book. That wraps it up for this episode, but I do have a nifty gifty for you that could really help with this three-step process that I gave you. And that's my SSIEC sheet. It stands for State, Sensation, Impulse, Emotion, and Cognition. And it's just a one-pager. It's a table that lays out these different domains, the SSIEC domains, and acts as a cross-reference so that you can build language uh, for what you have going on inside. Really, it's kind of like a validation tool. It, help, it confirms, it helps give you language for what's going on inside of you on a very objective level. So when you sign up for my email list experience, you can get the SSIEC sheet. I'll have a link for you in the description, but it is justinlmft.com slash SSIEC, justinlmft.com slash SSIEC. Fellow Stuckna, I do hope this episode has been a helpful resource for you in your process of learning and applying the polyvagal theory to your trauma relief journey. Bye. This podcast is not therapy, not intended to be therapy or be a replacement for therapy. Nothing in this creates or indicates a therapeutic relationship. Please consult with your therapist or seek for one in your area if you are experiencing mental health symptoms. Nothing in this podcast should be construed to be specific life advice. It is for educational and entertainment purposes only. More resources are available in the description of this episode and in the footer of justinlmft.com.